refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. It is time for Raising Wildlings and it is my absolute pleasure, as always, to welcome back our parenting expert here on The Juice, Mel Burgess from Love Parenting. Happy Wednesday to you. You too, Louise. <laughs> now, uh, you've you've painted a beautiful picture. Um, you're phoning in today from Bar Beach, looking out over the uh, gorgeous coastline that we have and um, must confess I'm a little bit jealous. So, um, yeah, what a what a um, place to do an interview for, from. Oh, and um, you wouldn't believe the, the mist this morning when I was down there earlier yeah. was um, just, amazing. It was sucking over the headland out to the ocean as though, yeah, it was just taking, you know, whatever, whatever needs to be let go yeah. <laughs> out into the horizon. It was, yeah, it's been, it's been um, great to be down here twice today. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. So look, Today we're talking about something that I um, messaged you about last week because I came across it and I found it such an interesting concept and that is that compliance is the enemy of cooperation and I'd love to break that down with you. Yes, it's so key to um, parents shaving out a heap of the overwhelm that's commonly um, experienced in the, the parents' life. Yeah. daily with. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So let's have a have a chat about um, breaking it down as a concept. So um, when we're talking about compliance, so what, what are we actually talking about? Um, let's give some, some sort of examples and, and explain what we mean by compliance, I guess. Yeah, so the compliance is when we're, we're using power over our kids mm. rather than um, cooperation is when we're using power with. Yes. So if if you're working from a cooperative model, then the the shared goals are clear. Yes. Um, we've taken the time to do to do that, which we'll probably after the break come back to the how. Yeah. But essentially, um, an example of um, where it gets tricky is in the fast lives that we lead. We want short term, um, you know. Yeah. Kids to jump to it. And yes. so we end up, and it's it's for all of us, but we just have to look at how much of this is in our parenting. So it'll be, often it's fear-based that there's a, you know, consequences are different than accountability. So an accountability would sit within cooperation because it's agreed on that, say, you, yeah, we just, we give pocket money for the sake of pocket money. We've spoken about that before. Yes. There's enough there that if... Um, out of curiosity, you're in my van and you and you and you check whether the fly screens can be the rubber can be pulled off around them. Um, yeah, the accountability is yeah okay. So you were curious about that. It will be need to be you that that pays for that. That's something we've pre-agreed. If break stuff, we'll yeah. yeah we'll it'll be I'll I'll take you down to the place and we'll talk to them about what we need to get um that that rubber back in. But it will be you that pays for it. So that's that's um, an accountability, whereas, um, and it's done in the tone that's not, um, there's not yeah. shame in that. There's like, yeah, right, you were curious. Um, yeah, and, and they learn from the limit being held, not yes. from us throwing a heap of emotion and, um, you know, talking it to death and, you know, 
um, yeah. getting the sense from our body language that we're off them, that they're always doing that kind of thing, um, and and control. So we we with um, compliance yes. demand it, and with a corporation we foster it and earn it, and it's trust based. So if you can think of someone that you've worked for, um, if you've felt um, good in that in that following that leader, yes, it's, it's probably been a cooperation where um, there's been room for you to be your authentic self. You don't have to um, push your your own needs um, yes. down every time so that someone else's um, stuff gets met. And when we parent kids from more of a cooperation than a um, compliance stance, we grow them. It's the long term way, like it's the long game way mm. because they grow independent. They've got room for for being independent, for taking initiative, and for making the positive choices be- yeah. for the greater good, rather than being told, you know, there's there's one right way. It's you've got to follow this. You've got to do this right now. You've um, yeah, you've yeah. you've got to be scared of me. To I've got to you know put fear base into it for you to go do it. And there's a difference between a leader and a manager, really. One of them, yeah. um, the manager's micromanaging. The leader is, um, yeah, building um, trust and rapport to have the other people intrinsically motivated rather than in extrinsically, which is chasing um, yeah. the pleasing of someone else. And right. It's hard, isn't it? It is hard, and you know, and I had, I had my very own challenge that um, that I sort of was discussing with you, and the the extrinsic and intrinsic motivation uh, is a really interesting concept because I guess things like you know sticker charts and um, and awards and that sort of thing, or um, you know, if you do this, I'll give you pocket money. That, um, that I guess is an extrinsic reward for the behaviour rather mm-hmm. than finding that intrinsic motivation yeah, um, it's, and fostering that's it, that. isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we have to, like it's not like um, there's a utopia, like, like there can be, you know, some weight in there being um, rewards and things, but we just have to think about how heavily in our interactions with others and in the parenting or in the, um, you know, your, your scenario where they're students, um, how much of it is that? Because with a solid base of whether the students feel that there is some say in how things will, will go, um, how we should come back after the break and really dig into the house. But yeah, I think we can we can get a bit carried away with thinking, oh, um, such and such is bad, whereas mm. we're all also living, you know, in a society where there are those things. The school system is really um, extrinsically, like yes. fostering a whole heap of extrinsic motivation, um, and our kids will spend time there. But we can we can query uh, what the reason is that the the school has those dojos yeah. systems if they're still using those so heavily. How does the how does the 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 teacher, yeah, like what, what's their intrinsic um, motivation? Um, like what does, 
Yeah. What do they do around re- relationship and things like that as well? But essentially, what we're providing at home is so key because we're the key caregivers. Yes. We really want, um, yeah, like we're wanting them to grow up, you know, with all those great things um, in mind. And then in the short term, we're going, but just be compliant. Like, <laughs> we're, hurry up yeah. and, um, yeah, do what I need right now in the moment because often we don't. Yeah. Zoom out and get a a big a big picture of it and slow down to have the respectful conversations. Like, what are we all aiming for here? Like, and what does what do people need in their mornings to be able to to tick off? Have we? Yeah, we'll come yeah. back. But have we overscheduled stuff to where we haven't even got the time to to do what I'm asking of you? Because it yeah, yeah like it feels yeah. really frenetic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What do we? Yeah. What do we weigh up? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll dive back into that after the break, Mel. Um, but this has been an absolutely fantastic discussion because, yeah, it is something that, uh, you know, we do need to look at. I can completely see the benefits of fostering that intrinsic motivation rather than um, the compliance, as you say. And mm. um, because that that intrinsic motivation, if we foster that, is something that's going to carry them through their lives rather than um, – possibly uh, getting them to have porous boundaries by dictating to them how things need to be. And not being so discerning about who they follow. Yes. um, Yeah, if they've they've learnt to be discerning and to ask questions, um, they might do that in their, you know, in key situations with peers, future employers. Yeah. Yeah, We don't want them to lose their voice. Absolutely. See you after the break, Louise. See you soon, Mel. That was Mel from Love Parenting and you're listening to Raising Wildlings on The Juice. This week, we're talking about how compliance is the enemy of cooperation. And in the first segment, we talked about how dictating possibly to a child, uh, you know, really doesn't develop their, doesn't exercise their intrinsic motivation muscle. And now we're going to talk about, because sometimes we do want that immediate result, so we dangle a reward or we uh, threaten a consequence. Uh, Now we're going to talk about how that actually looks in practice if we want to sort of develop and agree on how things are going to go in the household. Mel, this is mm. just such a, you know, a, a big topic uh, to dive into because, you know, uh, you know, we are stretched, we are busy and we want that immediate result and we want them to pick up their socks or we want them to go to bed on time or whatever it is. And so, you know, the quickest way to do that is, is you know, a consequence like you're going to be in trouble or, you know, I'll give you pocket money or whatever it is. Um, so we're kind of rewarding or punishing the behaviour as opposed to um, getting them to sort of sit back and have a look at the big picture as a family, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And parents like are so stretched, especially lately. I've, I've noticed it's even more so that they're like, just tell me, like, what, what, how do I say it differently in the moment? So it's, um, cooperation and not compliance. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, if um, my hourly rate would be so high if that existed, <laughs> that you just, <laughs> that is, and that there's two ends. There's, there's really watching, um, in the moment that you've taken the breath before you give an instruction yeah. so that your body language is less, um, 
confrontational, but you've worked out whether it's an instruction that even needs to be given because we're, when we're stressed, we just nitpick and go, are these your socks? And how about this? Is that your towel? And you just walk through the house just trying to pin, like mm. once you're um, stressed, you're just trying to pin everything to prove the point that, you yeah. know, you wish this wasn't your life and that you're yes. in the Maldives and have to live here with <laughs> these guys. And, um, yeah, and so we rupture, like if a, a leader – I just keep thinking back to a, a boss, and not that we are their boss because we don't want to get too yes. much in that. But um, yeah, how would that feel to yeah be the way that you're you know led? Yes. And um, yeah, so slowing it up, and the first thing that can clear some time for for there to be some ability to you know reflect and notice and have realistic expectation of what can get done in the time is to take, you know, a, a term sport, like take a term off a certain sport for yeah. one child or multiple children or downplay how much scheduled stuff is on just to open yes. some breathing room because you can't make big changes and do all that you've already been doing um, and it, yeah. you know, all come to fruition the way that we wish. Like we – we get out of kilter in that way. So, yes. yeah, and we can't orchestrate what life's going to deal us either. But um, as well as watching what you're scheduling, um, doing less for them and means that it opens up more time to do things with them. So um, when we overgive to our kids by, um, yeah, just wanting things to be right and, you know, yeah. not – not being prepared to let some things go through to the keeper, that some, you know, lunches yes. get left on benches or um, that someone misses a note that means they go somewhere. Um, yeah, just just means that they have more chance to have that intrinsic um, motivation to remember it for themselves, but not doing it nastily as yeah. to teach a lesson, but more like, okay, Clear is kind is what Brene tells us. Yes. And it's so true. Love so saying, Brene. you know, <laughs> yeah. And just having a really, you know, a really regular, low key night of the week that you do eat together. So like Sunday night or righto. So this week, um, yeah, what I'm gonna do differently this week is um this. So yeah, make sure you remember your lunches this week because it's starting from now, like yeah, remember them or, um, yeah, you guys yeah. are big enough that, that, yeah, you sort it out now. Um, I, don't, I don't bring lunch up to school anymore. Like, that, yeah. can you guys cover the, cover yourself up on that? Um, or whatever it is. Um, like, from now on, you know, each person's going to cook a, a meal, feed the family for the night. That sounds huge, but it's all right. Essentially, we're going to start with you being the ones that say what it is. I'll help you. Um, yeah purchase and prep it, but, um, yeah, like, you know, Cooper, what night would work for you and, you know, shopping around what's on, um, yeah. and here's how that's going to go. You'll be the, yeah. And so having people more engaged, like it, we often think that we love on their, our kids by doing what's for them, Yes. but having them be important cogs in the wheel, make yes. they increase a sense of belonging and then... And they've got more trust for us if we aren't swinging between overgiving with nicety and then fed up with them and then over nice and then fed up. Yes. So 
um, when we're a more predictable caregiver or teacher um, and, and we've got our needs being dealt in, so, you know, everyone's needs in the family are equally important. Um, yeah. yeah. What does everyone need on a Sunday night? What's everyone need this week? Because I really want to make sure I don't miss my, you know, my dress rehearsal that's going to be on Tuesday. So I'm not going to be able to drive anyone anywhere on Tuesday. Like, yes. advance notice is really respectful for a team. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. And and having that bandwidth and that, that conversation um, rather than assuming or uh, chalking the week up, you know, with a million different things where that conflict can reach flashpoint really quickly because there's just no yeah. time, um, yes. you know, is really key to, to family, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and even reframing it that we don't have a problem child or a you know, mm. or multiple <laughs> problem children who have, you know, entitlement and defiance as a problem. We've got a, a pattern of relating with them that's gotten yeah. tricky. Yes. So it takes it from being personalised to the the kid um, and it puts into frame that we have also played a role in them um, feeling that, that sense of entitlement mm. and um, feeling define about it because it's worked. How many times has it worked for them to say, do I have to? And you go, oh, like, you know, you do, you do, you do. Oh, like, you know, I'll, just I'll do, do it, it then. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, or, you know, yeah. Um, or them saying, I did it last time. And you're like, oh, yeah, you did too. I'll make sure it's your sister. I get to, like, yeah, yeah. just, just, um, yeah, just watching what takes us up in our um <laughs> and put our mercury high, and yes. just um, and knowing that if we feel resentment, there's a boundary that needs adjusting. Yes, and yep. we're not chasing. We need to have room for them to make mistakes. So, like, if we're doing all the cooking and all the things and the washing, and we're not letting it out to them to do, or not, you know, fostering belief in them that they've got the skills to do that, um, because they might not do it the way we like it. Like we've made rod for our back. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And it, and we we learn by you know trial and error and making mistakes. And most of us grew up in a slower time than we're in at the moment. So we had people, yeah, with a bit more patience. So what can we do to, um, yeah, what are we doing too much of that that could go even short term? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I love that, Mel. And, you know, it, sort of making them part of the fabric of the family, uh, that really does make sense because then it's not like if they're, if they're washing up or they're uh, setting the table or whatever, that it is something outside their sphere that they should be paid pocket money for or rewarded for or it is just a cog in the wheel of the family. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, I, I think I've said before, my tip is that if they are the person that chooses the meal, um, puts on the shopping list the things they'll need, makes it and washes up, um, it's beginning to end and that, that is just their one night. Like, so you'd get – so they only have to plan to be available for the one night on a night that they don't have other things on yeah, um, and just do it beginning to end. So then you're not chopping and changing within an evening of orchestrating who's responsible for what and the, you know, they use too many pots and when I I cook, I don't use that many pots. So um, 
it's they also their intrinsic motivation becomes to think what they can do as a as a um, a breadboard um, finger yes. finger food of um, you know like a hipster platter rather than deconstructed <laughs> yeah yeah or to use the barbecue or to make it in bulk so that for the next three Wednesdays yeah you know it's a bag bowl for life yeah yeah and. And then, you know, they become celebrated as being the, the family's bag bowl expert. And, and yeah. you're like, how lucky are we to have a resident, a resident bag bowl expert? So, yeah, just celebrating but not blowing sunshine at them, just yep. authentically noticing what you really um, are yeah. delighting in and watching them in what they delight in themselves and talking to that means that you're hitting the buttons that, you know, are the most um, bang for buck too. Yeah, 100%. I love all that, Mel. Uh, that was yeah. absolute gold and uh, a lot to think about there. And I love the reframe uh, of, you know, the family working together and all having a role uh, rather than the parents doing everything, being resentful about that, asking them to do something, the kids expecting to be rewarded uh, for doing something that just helps the family as a whole. And, uh, you know, that builds a lot of resentment and a lot of flashpoints, I would assume, for um, for conflict. So, yeah, just taking that step back. Wow. Um, and if yeah. they get a yes where they can, they've got room for a no when one's needed. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, some voice and choice in any spot that, that it can fit and that it, yeah, um, just yeah. it's a bigger picture. And a visual aid is very different than a sticker chart. Like, and they're, they're different purposes. Yeah. Um, um, for in terms of getting, say, a morning routine um, yes. into flow because yeah. a visual aid is something they can look at and it's their resource to refer to to help them remember where they're up to and they may have helped construct it or whatever. Yeah. So, they're, so it's not like we can't use um, resources and things. Um, yeah. And then it's, you know, you're like, where are you up to with your thing? So that's not, that's not nearly as um, compliance as um, stickers because, you know, you've done each of the, you know, actions you need to get out the door because can you feel the difference that that's a, a really different um, yeah. focus? They're doing, yeah, they're doing the stickers to meet your need. They're being told that their needs are in, important and that you believe that they will be able to, yeah. to do the morning routine and you've made their job easy by helping them with some visuals, yeah. like photos of them doing the, the actions of each of those steps. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So it's that's then something yeah. that they have agency over as opposed yeah. to you did yeah. the thing, here's the sticker. You know, yes. you did the thing yes. because I wanted you to do it, here's the sticker. Yeah. Yeah, whereas the visual aid would be like, okay, so we want to have like the best mornings that we can have so that we, we all – start our days well and so that there's enough time for some play at the end before we leave or whatever. That's a common goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you need on your, on, on your visual um, to help you remember? Because I noticed, yeah, like that you love to be able to do some Lego before you leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, how do you want me to help you make that as easy as you can for yourself? Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. I yeah. get the reframe, and it's just—it's a small shift, but it make it would make a big difference. 
Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Mel, we all love a bit of autonomy. Yeah, absolutely we do. Mel, thank you so much for joining us uh, on the Juices Our Parenting Expert. It is always gold. Uh, every time you're on, there's something to think about from a parenting perspective. And um, I really thank you for bringing this one to the table today. Thank you, Louise. It's always lovely to chat. It is, absolutely. And uh, enjoy your beautiful vista in front of you. (laughs) I will do my best. Yes, that was Mel Burgess (laughs) from Love Parenting and you're listening to Raising Wildlings on The Juice.